0: Welcome to the Rebel Soul Podcast. If you're a coach, healer, or creative who has a calling in your soul to turn your unique gifts into a business that lights you, your clients, and your bank account up, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Lauren Ciesco, the queen of spiritual sales, self-sabotage expert, intuitive business coach, and a rebel soul. Each episode is intentionally designed to shift your soul and give your mind proof that it is possible to make money for your soul gifts. Build a business without all the rules or hustle and have fun along the way. Welcome home. Welcome back to another episode of the Rebel Soul Podcast. I am so excited. I have another interview for you guys. And we have Jamie Bierman that is back for the second time. and I feel like this conversation is so divinely guided on so many different levels as always, and especially with the way that me and Jamie roll. I oh, you know, I her last episode that she was on has actually been the most listened podcast episode yet so far. And I was telling her this on a phone call. We had a friend chat last actually, it was earlier this week or last week we were on the call and talking about all the things and I was telling her that. And we also happen to have just an epic conversation. So we're like, let's do another podcast episode. So here we are, Jamie's back for the second time. And she is the queen of money, mindset, and manifestation. So of course, we're going to talk about money again. And, And this particular podcast, we're talking about chasing purpose, not money. And really how this conversation came up is that I was sharing with Jamie behind the scenes on my business, what's been going on. And if you guys did not listen to last week's episode that I did, go back and listen, because you'll kind of have a little bit of deeper understanding. And I talked about how in my own business, I am taking a step back because when I got really honest with myself, I feel like I had... 1% 1% at a time really gotten out of alignment with my purpose. And it really felt like at one point I was chasing money, not clients. And that's, it's sorry, not purpose. And that's really something that I know that in, especially in the coaching industry, that there is this fine line that we can cross between the intention of why we're showing up. And I think this is just such a beautiful topic to talk about. So Hello, Jamie, welcome back to the Rebel Soul podcast.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I love this conversation because I just love the way that you show up so real, so authentically. It's so refreshing and I'm excited for this conversation.
0: Thank you. Yeah. And I I think that, you know, what I want to start with is that I know that if you're listening to this podcast you're, you're following your soul. You're following your passion. You're following the thing that lights you up. And I know for myself, I, at one point in my journey, realized that after a certain level of success, there was like this pressure to keep on making money. And I know that that a lot of people feel that. So I want to talk a little bit about that first, Jamie. What are your thoughts about when people are going at, you know, when they have a business, right? And of course the whole purpose of a business is to help others and to make money. But how do you, how do you navigate that line?
1: Yeah, such a good question. I feel like it's a consistent practice because it's so easy for the ego to come in and take over. And I always think about it as like, Soul versus ego, not that they're in a fight, but just like coming back and recognizing where is this intention coming from? Is it from my ego or is it from my soul? And sometimes we catch it after we're out of alignment, after we followed our ego and we're like, ah, this feels terrible. You know, you've gone on that track when it just feels bad, when it feels like things are not working, or even if they are working, you just feel heavy or out of alignment. Right. And I mean, I have fallen into that several times throughout this journey where just my brain has come in and set goals from, you know, from my ego of like, Oh, I think I need to, or I want to reach this goal. I wasn't coming from like a soulful place, but it was coming from a place of, I need to reach this goal so that I can think positive thoughts about myself, or I can feel successful, or I can feel worthy and think of myself as worthy and successful. Um, and then of course, when you get into that cycle of setting goals from that place, that's when we start to chase them. We start to hustle for them. We start to get impatient and be in a rush to hit the goal. If it's money, right. (laughs) That's kind of, that's my indicator always is if I'm feeling impatient, if I'm in a rush, if I'm not having any fun, if I'm in my head, thinking all the strategies to make it work and thinking about the how versus kind of in my heart, that's when I know "Mm, I need to look at my purpose, like why I set this goal or look at how I'm holding the goal um, and kind of redirect. And for me, I think it is a practice of just continuously coming back because it's so easy for our brains to do this. So easy.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I know that especially in the beginning of my business, there was like this need to like, there was a rush. And I, and I know me, me and Jamie both graduated from the same life coach school and, there is this big like milestone that they kind of mark success. And it's by numbers, it's like the hundred thousand dollar mark. Yeah. Right. So if and they even give awards. And I think it's and I and I think on some level it's great. And I think on some levels we can get lost in the vanity of it that in the pressure. And we're gonna come back and talk about pressure in a minute. But I, I think that, you know, when I first started, it was like, I just got to make a hundred thousand dollars. I just gotta make a hundred thousand dollars. And it was almost as if I had to make the hundred thousand dollars so I could prove to myself that I was actually a coach or that I was worthy yeah. or that I was like a successful coach. And then, and I don't know about you and your journey, but I know that it's like as soon as I hit that hundred thousand, and it's funny because when I did hit my hundred thousand, I didn't even realize I had hit it. It was like <laughs> weeks later, maybe like four or five weeks later, and I looked back and I was like. Oh wait, I made a hundred thousand dollars. In fact, that was like four weeks ago. And then I was like, okay, now well, let's keep on making money. Like yeah. I don't, right. I, I didn't even stop yep. the pause
1: to celebrate. It was just like, what's next, you know? Yes. Then, right? <laughs> I know. Right. Like, I mean, very, very similar story for me. I was, that was my first impossible goal was the hundred K, which in some ways was so beautiful because it did evolve me in so many ways. It it really, it was a, a transformational journey. It was an opportunity to work through so many of my misbeliefs about myself and what I'm capable of. And it really, truly felt impossible. So in that way, it was just one of the most amazing things I ever did for myself. But I also did have that part of me just like you, Lauren, where I was like, oh, well, once I hit it, then I'm going to feel worthy or proud of myself. And then once I hit it too, it was actually, that was the month after I hit my first hundred K, I think it was like in December. And I realized I hit it and I literally was like depressed because I realized, wait a minute, I don't think differently about myself. I thought this was going to feel amazing. I don't think anything different. Like I'm still feel inadequate and insecure and all the things I still have doubt. And right. And if we don't catch ourselves, it's so easy to be like, oh, well then I guess I I should set a $500,000 goal. Then I can feel good about myself. Right. But lucky for me, that depression, like lucky or unlucky, I wouldn't have said lucky in that moment. But I think because I went into that depression and had like some burnout from it, because I really did. I, I hustled my way there. I realized like, Oh, this is not how I want to do business anymore. I was like, I cannot keep going this way. And I knew something had to change. So it was actually in that moment that I really started doing a lot of work around. Um, it wasn't just money, but it was like what I think it takes to make money. Um, just working through the beliefs of thinking that like, it's all these actions that create money and what I think it means about me and all it it started unraveling so much for me in such a beautiful way. It was painful, but now I'm so grateful that I went through that, but I had the same experience that touch a similar experience.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of people do, Where it's like, okay, let's just like, and it really feels like a rush, right? Because it's you're going out of, from a place of like, I will be happy when, right? It's the yeah. same thing with like, the weight loss. Like, I'll be happy when I lose the weight. I'll be happy when I make 100k. I'll feel worthy when I make 100k. I'll feel enough when I make 100k. But I'll tell you what, you still feel, you still feel like you're like, okay, what's next? Or I, I, you, it doesn't feel quite like you think it is. And then, I know for me in my experience, it's like then it was like the pressure to then, okay, well now I we need to hit. Then I need to like continue to maintain this level of income in my business. And that's, that really has been, um, looking back now. Right. And I didn't see it when I was in it. And you guys, this is why the stuff I'm sharing right now on this podcast is very vulnerable. I'm in a messy place in my business, but I have to be having these conversations because I don't want other people to be to do the same thing where it was like, I really feel like for six months, I've been like chasing money. And even just saying this out loud, there's a little bit of shame and a little bit of like guilt for even talking about, like, you know, cause it's like, I wanna, I want to feel like, oh no, I'm always in this perfect place. I'm always aligned. But for me, it was like this 1% off, over time, 1% off, 1% off. And I finally woke up after like six months in my business. And the really the last six months, it's been this like little slowly going off of my purpose. And I look back now and I'm like, oh, I see it. And I feel it in my body. I feel like this resistance and it's just like, this is not sustainable. And what really was my wake up call is in, you know, about a month ago, I was just—I almost was using my own work against me, where I, I, because I know when you're in alignment, people come, my money come, and it mm-hmm. felt very resistance in my business, and the clients hadn't been coming, and the money hadn't been coming. So of course, what I did was just do more, trying harder, doing more, yeah, right? right? <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> We try to do more of what doesn't work. We're like, <laughs> them up, like down what doesn't work? And let's see if that works. <laughs> right. And it's like, let's just like yep. do this or I'll do this offer. Right. And,
0: yep. and it's just been like, okay, this, that, that didn't work. And so now I'm in this place where I look back and I'm like, oh, wait a second. I really lost that purpose and I was doing it. And I just kept, felt like I put the pressure on myself to continue to perform at that 10,000, 15,000, 25,000 K months, because if not, then I would feel like a loser or what would my clients think about me? Or what would people outside, you know, what would people think about me is really what I'm seeing now is like, was driving a lot of my, my thoughts, but it was more of what was I going to think about myself? Right? Like, and I didn't stop to really process that. So what ended up happening is all this resistance ended up in my body and I felt unsafe. And I literally created an environment in my body where I was repelling clients, repelling money, because I was so, I felt so unsafe from the pressure I put on myself.
1: You know, it's so fascinating because money, I I mean, from my experience and just from coaching clients, it's like, I think that as we do this work around money, what we're really doing is just developing a more loving relationship with ourselves, right? It developed like, when we set money goals or when we deal with money stuff in our mind, we have to always come back to ourselves. If that's really what it is, right? It just wakes us up further and further to our relationship with ourselves. So if you, you know, if you're out there and you're having struggles with money, it's just like, know that that's not also a problem. Like it's also an opportunity to like look within even deeper. Every time I've had something like this, it has been such an opportunity for growth. That's why oh, I love money coaching.
0: Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And I think money is a teacher, right? Like the like the spiritual, like the work, and especially the spiritual work, because both me and you are like have that woo mm-hmm. side of us, so we can't yeah. not talk about that. No <laughs> episode where it's like, and that's what I realized. Where it's like, I have done more, I have learned about myself and grew more in the last four weeks than I have in the last year because of all of this coming up and my willingness to stop and realize that, oh, wait, I have work to be done. I have, there's something that's going off. That's not right here. And my willingness to stop and really do the work just in the short four weeks, everything is shifted and like money's coming in and clients yep. are coming in, and right? And so that's why I want to talk about this stuff because it's like, this happens. It's it's okay to get off track a little bit. It's okay, but it's, it's a lesson for us and money is a teacher.
1: Yes, that is it. And I also think another perspective of looking at it is if you set an intention, whatever it was, whatever you're calling in or manifesting to create a certain amount of money, Sometimes it's like, Oh, that old way of thinking about ourselves and holding money is not going to work to grow into the version of us who can create whatever it is next. So it's like, that has to come up to be cleared, right. To move to the next level financially.
0: Oh, I love that you say that. Cause that's exactly like what I had realized that it happened. And I told on the last podcast episode, how, um, I have like my embodiment technique and about at this point, it's probably six weeks ago. I was like, okay, universe, I'm ready to go to the next level. Like, let's do this. Like I've never been more clear. Been <laughs> like, like bu- You better buckle up after saying that. Right? <laughs> right. And then, and then I was like really thinking that the next thing that would happen is like going back to $25,000 months and having all these clients. And like, what really happened was the rug being pulled off of me and me like floating and because, and now looking back and actually one of my clients reached out and sent me a voice message after she heard my last message. And she's like, I see it so clearly what's happening for you. And I saw this too. She's like, when you ask, because I saw you really declare that you're ready to go to the next level and what got you to where you are now is not going to get you to the next level. And so I literally had to let go of everything, let go of all, like the way that got me to, my first hundred K my, my multiple hundred K is not going to get me to the next level. And so this was actually the universe being like, okay, you want the next level? Yep. Can't do, you can't work harder. You can't do the same thing you were doing and work harder. And so this is, this was all happening for me. And it, was painful. But on the other side, it's like, I'm so happy to be sitting here with you right now, sharing this story because I know other people are either in it right now or going to go through it in their business at some yes, point.
1: Yes. A hundred percent. And that's the thing is it, I mean, it takes a lot of commitment to, your growth and your willingness to, to be with yourself through it whenever you are expanding. And I think a lot of times through expansion, we do go through this phase of sometimes it feels like we're taking five steps back, 10 steps back, but it's in order to grow, right? It's like, we have to slow down to speed up. And that's been my kind of theme of the year is slowing down to, because. and I know it's like, I'm holding it and my brain forgets sometimes, but I'm like, no, Jamie, like, you intentionally made some decisions to slow some things down, but overall, this is what's going to allow you to grow beyond that. And same for you, Lauren, and same for anyone who's listening, who did declare something big and decided you want to create something. And then it feels like, you know, shit hits the fan. It feels like, oh my gosh, it feels worse than before, but really that's happening for you, right? To work through it, to learn what you have to learn, to expand into that next we'll call it level, even though it's not a level, but, you know, and to that next version of you that you are calling in.
0: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and it's, it's beautiful and it's painful.
1: Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to sugarcoat it. It does not feel good. Like our brains don't realize it all the time. At least mine doesn't whenever I'm going through it, I'm like, what's happened?
0: <laughs> right. And
1: I, and I think we forget,
0: right. Because I know for me, and I'm really seeing this now and I couldn't see it for a while because yeah. it's like it's like a fish in water. A fish doesn't know it's in water, it's just there. And that's kind of, became it became like the way I was running my business and the way that I was doing things just became like my way of being. So I couldn't see outside of that pattern of thinking, that pattern of being, that pattern that I was like in. And so this really is like the universe's way to, like, give me what I need. And as you guys know, with the law of attraction, you know, asking it is given and it (laughs) is always given, but it might not look the way that you think it's going to look. And that's just part of it. Right. Is like understanding that sometimes we have to, what can seem like a, a step back, but it's really just us being led and I know Jamie, for you, you run your business the same way as I do, which is through our intuition, which is through our inner voice, which is through like the divine guidance, right? And <clears throat> I think that's sometimes what can be um can get us in like quote unquote trouble in our businesses, and especially when we're like following certain prescribed like strategies or plans, is that that's actually not that is something that maybe works for other people and it can have some level of rep- um, like repeatability to it. But what actually has to happen is that you then have to like run it through your own intuition system or like your own intuition and really make it your own and listen. And I know that's happened for you too, in your oh, business, yeah. where, like you thought launches or things were going to look one way, but then oh, really yeah. the universe had a whole other different like, yes plans for you. (laughs) Yes.
1: The universe and my higher self. Whenever I look back in the moment, I couldn't see that, but we were talking like last week when we were talking on the phone and you know, Lauren was sharing what she was going through. I'm like, girl, I get it. Like I, I was like, do you know what happened with my launch last year? And like my first launch had gone amazing. I had double my numbers. I had my first launch ever was like 240 K launch, which is insane. Right. And I just thought, Oh, this is normal. And I was like, the next one will be that. Oh, since that one went so easily, cause I was like in alignment and, um, everything. And then I was like, Oh, well I might as well just go for a million this year and just do another huge 600 K launch. Right. Like I just, all this was coming from my mind. It was coming from my, it was not coming from like true intention of thinking through what do I really want? So I just set these numbers from my mind and it was probably from this, Ooh, it would be cool to make a million dollars, but not like it was like, like I really, really wanted it. Right. (laughs) Like it wasn't, it wasn't even the goal that I had set that year. So I, I was like, okay, let's do it. Let's do it again. And I was just really on the hamster wheel And I went for like, for my second launch that year, I was so tired. I had had a very long year because last year I was doing so many different things between instructing, between doing contract work for other, like just other coaches and showing up and coaching and other programs. I was I had one-to-one clients. I had my mastermind. I just had done a lot that year. It had been a lot of growth too, and a lot of expansion. And then getting towards the end of the year, I remember I kept saying, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I just want a break. Yet I had my launch coming up. So it was like these two competing intentions where I just kept telling the universe, I want to break. I'm so tired. Or whenever I start hearing myself say, Oh, I just want to retire. Josh, can you just make money so I can retire? Like that's where my brain goes whenever I actually just need a break. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't listening to that part of me, right? And so I was just going after it. I set up the launch, all that stuff. And it felt like literally everything went wrong. Not even launch-wise, like that hadn't even gotten there yet, but it was like things in my life just started. It was like, first thing that happened, we went and traveled for Thanksgiving. And then my father-in-law got no horrible accident was in the hospital. Then we get a call that, you know, Millie, my little baby, my dog is sick. And I have to fly back to LA to get her from the sitter. Cause she's sick. She ends up, it was like, she was literally so sick. She was like almost dying within a two day period. She just got this virus that took over her. And she's only like, she was four years old, had to take her to the hospital. So I'm like staying in the hot, this pet hospital for like a whole week in and out of there and not knowing if she's going to make it. Then I get a call from my mom. Grandpa's in the hospital. I think you need to fly to Michigan all in the midst of like, oh my gosh, my launch is this week. And I literally haven't written an email. I don't have my webinar done. Like I remember being in that like pet hospital, writing my webinar out in the middle of the night. And it was just, I was exhausted. And I was just like, literally there was so all my brain wanted was a break. All I wanted was like, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. So of course, whenever I go to lunch, like it just, it just wasn't in alignment. It was like the clients that were, it was not, you know, going well. I didn't get very many applicants and it was only after like a day where I was like, I am pulling this because this just, I can't go on any further. This just obviously is out of alignment. Like everything is going wrong between circumstances that are happening in my life. And then just the launch not going well, right? Like clients not coming in. Um, and I, I was like, wait, of course, at first I was so disappointed because I'm like, what just happened? That was awful. I pulled it. I took a mental health break. Um, but looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally wasn't even listening to myself because all I kept saying is I need to rest. I need a break. This is too much. So the universe is like, yes, we are going to give you a break. We're not going to send you clients right now. We are like this. You are not in a place to be coaching people, (laughs) you need to rest yourself, coach yourself, take a break. And of course in the moment and in that whole month and month after it was so disappointing, so disappointing. I felt so embarrassed. I felt shame because I had told everyone I was manifesting my million dollars that year. And, you know, that ended up not manifesting, but it, it was a choice. I decided to pull it, but I had to work through a lot. And I realized, Oh no, I was not in a place to make a million dollars. Like that would not have been a sustainable million dollar business at all. I had to regroup, <laughs> settle in at 500 K in the first place. Like I didn't even give myself a, the space to even settle in there. And, um, it's freaking so amazing, 100- right? yeah, it's right. so silly that we're like we're like oh I feel so shame
0: about not hitting a million but forgetting just made a half a million
1: dollars. No, <laughs> that's what's crazy, and that was such a huge realization for me even because I'm like wow isn't it crazy that I'm embarrassed and yet I had like four times my the year before I made like one forty five you know and I so I created so much growth and that's the thing is money does not create your feelings because I like. Had myself five years ago known that I would even make $500,000, I would have been blown away and think that I would have felt so rich and so all the things and positive all of the time. But it's like, no, you just take yourself wherever you go. So, (laughs) So you can be at, you know, 500K and then have a quote unquote failed lunch and feel super disappointed and ashamed and embarrassed because we still have thoughts, you know, money doesn't change doesn't change the human experience.
0: Oh, thank you so much for sharing that story. And I asked Jamie to share that story with you guys because I think it's so important for you guys to see like the failures behind the scenes because I think especially with like social media, it's like we're just showing the highlight reel, right? We're just like showing like, you know, like look at me, I'm doing so well, but that's not always the case. Sometimes to actually get to where we want to go it it is a bunch of failures or a bunch of messy things that like, added up on each other. And, you know, in my business, it was so easy. And I, I got to tell a story for you guys. Another story. It was as much as it was hard for me to decide a few weeks ago to like, just stop for my business for a little bit and just like take some space and not, and literally take all the pressure off bringing in any money as much as yeah. it was a hard decision because of more because of the emotions of our shame and all of that stuff it was also really really easy for me because in the past in my business i've had a couple of launches or I've, especially i remember one particular launch with effortless sales where the second round of effortless sales right before i launched it was sounds like a very similar situation that you're in where you know i was ready I had like a whole team behind me. I was like, I want, I'm ready for this. I had the plan. I had done the, I had everything planned and everything. Yeah. And I just remember like laying in bed, like the day before the launch and just like bawling to my best friend that I'm just like, I'm so exhausted. Like I'm so tired. Like I can't do this. Like I I just like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Like I was just so tired, and I remember like her being like, "Well, what is it that you really want to do?" And I was like, "I just really need a break." And I remember that was the first time in my business where I decided to like go against what I had everything I learned and to not follow through what I what I said what I was going to do, which was like hard, which was like the biggest thing not to do when we were going through like coach training or whatever, like like manage your thoughts around this, whatever. But yep. The problem is that in the beginning of my business, it was like very much all mindset and like, you know, like having the mind choose and then using the mind to manipulate myself to take the action so that I can do the actions. But what I really realized when my business got good and when I really enjoyed my business more is that when I started to really listen to my inner voice and my intuition of what felt right. Right, because there's like the logical part, and then there's like the actual knowing. And in that moment, I allowed myself to postpone my launch. And this was like the first time I did something really scary. And in that week, that postponing my launch and deciding to do nothing, I made twenty two thousand dollars in a week. And oh my it- gosh!
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Right>? <laughs> and it was from one on one clients. It was a completely different product. But what I realized is that like, oh my gosh, there was just so much pressure and there was just so much like expectations. And as soon as I took it off, the flow came back in. And so I had had evidence of, oh, wait, there's another way to run my business. Oh, wait, actually rest. You can take a break and you can still make money. And so having that experience really allowed me to start doing more radical things and just trusting myself in my business and being like last minute, like canceling masterclass yep. I talked about in my last podcast, right? So now I've actually built the trust in myself that nope, the thing that takes president is my intuition and my inner mm-hmm. voice, not the ego, not the vanity numbers. And the worst yep. thing that's going to happen is just going to be some shame that comes up and some emotions that come up and I know yep. how to move through it. But the relief on the other side of following what I know is right for me is the thing that then always allows the space for the right thing to happen. And so that's why this month or earlier this month, when I was just like, you know what? We're just going to take all pressure off my business to make money. We're just going to stop everything. It was like, nope, I've been here before. And the payoff was always great. And you know what? I know I'm in the middle of this crazy jump right now. And I don't quite know where I'm going to land, but I know it's going to be fucking awesome.
1: Yes. Yes. That's it. That's it. And I think you have to know what your personality is too. My hunch is that our personality is similar and that we tend to be, now correct me if I'm wrong, but the type that are good at like pushing through or have been good at pushing through things in the past to make it happen, to force, to go for it. So for us, it's actually our growth edge is more in slowing down, is more in the permission to not fight through or push through. That's where our growth is, right? And then there's other people who your growth might be to work through the parts of you that have resistance, but to take action anyways. Right. Because right. Maybe you're someone yeah. who does tend to just always quit whenever things get scary or hard or whatever. So I think it's really also important to like check in with your intuition and say, wait, what is for my highest growth here? Cause it can go both ways. Yeah, right. But our absolutely. intuition always knows.
0: It does, and and you you nailed you you got the nail right on the head, right? Like I, I remember like in when I was like in my corporate job, you know, I, my thing is like I would get into a job and I always got promoted, always always quote unquote the best, right? Like I I couldn't mm-hmm. not go in and just like ri- rise, and it was because like my my motto was like I make shit happen, yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I make shit happen, yes, it's like this like brute force that I would do it in in like in a good way because I was in some good ways and some bad ways but it worked with for me for a while but it worked for me when I was in the corporate setting because the corporate setting is actually designed that way yes where i think as soon as i became an entrepreneur That initial I make shit happen really helped me get to that first hundred K, which then allowed me to see that I could have success, but it's not sustainable for the next level of growth. And like you said, it's uncomfortable to pull back and do nothing, but, or to pull back and do less. And that's really what me and you have both have been. Really honestly, working yeah. about in our business is doing less and feeling worthy, doing yeah. less, and less and feeling okay, and giving ourselves yep. permission that, like, actually, we don't need to work as hard. We can work less hard and actually have more results. And that's as I'm moving forward in my business and going to, and I don't know what it looks like yet, but I know it's going to look drastically and radically different than anything I've ever done. And it's going to be very simple and very easy and a lot less work. And that's what I'm, that's really what I know is possible because I have enough evidence now that it gets to be that way.
1: Yes. Yes. I love it. So good.
0: So I want to talk about one more thing before the end of this episode. I want to talk a little bit more about the energy of money. Let's my favorite topic. I know that you've you had you <laughs> thoughts about money and like really, you know, the title of this is Chasing Purpose, Not Money. And we know yeah. and I've and I will raise my hand the first minute that I have chased money. So let's talk about the energy of, of chasing money, girl. <laughs>
1: You're not alone. You're not alone. There's a reason I know about this topic so well. <laughs> and chasing money. So yeah, when we were kind of chatting about this and um just talking about chasing money. And I was talking about how I really like, I, I like to see money as an energy as an like, and when we're looking at what our relationship with that energy is for me, it's been super helpful to think about money as almost like as an energy or an entity. And if I were to put a face on that, And think of that as a partner in my life. Like if that were someone that I was going to marry or someone I was dating, what is my relationship with that? Like, right. And it's like our relationship with is all the ways that we think about it, all the ways that we feel about it, all the ways that we behave with it and treat it. And when we're chasing money, if you think about being in partnership. If you were chasing a partner, if you were dating someone, you're you just keep chasing them. Do you think they're gonna want to like come into your life and be with you more? Or like go as far away from you as possible? Probably they're gonna wanna run. And money. The the like <laughs> yes. I think
0: about the guy that just like keeps on asking me out and I'm like, no. Or like the woman who's like, I need to have babies now. <laughs> yes.
1: a hundred percent. Right. And that's it. Like money doesn't like to be chased. And so that's what happens is when we chase money, we're actually pushing it away. Um, and I've seen this in my life. Every time I'm in a rush, anytime I'm chasing it, any, or even like, if you're thinking about in relationship, Oh, I need you to feel worthy. I need you to feel successful. I need you to feel confident that person is not going to want to be in a relationship. Like we are going to be a challenging relationship to be in same with money. So that's why I think it's so important to develop a relationship with money where you feel whole and worthy and good as you are. And then you get to decide, how do I want to be in a relationship with money? How do I want to treat it? How do I want to go about calling it in? If this was like something I'm dating, how would I call it in? not chasing it.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: it doesn't so, work.
0: <laughs> no, it doesn't. So, what do you think the antidote to chasing money
1: is? Good question. Yeah, I think it's well, I think it's first to stop chasing money, we have to look at why we're chasing it and understand that. And there's a couple reasons that people that I've seen that people tend to chase money and it's kind of like what we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast where We think that if we have more of it, we're going to feel secure or we're going to feel safe or we're going to feel worthy. We're going to feel successful. We're going to feel proud of ourselves. We're going to be able to see ourselves as a successful coach. So look at what, when you, when you have the money, like imagine that you had the money, what would be different and why are you so attached to having it? Why is that so important that you get it? Like really look within it that, right? What is it for you and why is it so urgent? And then you want to start untangling that. yeah, Untangling the part that thinks that the money is going to give you those things and realize that no, the only thing that can give you those things is yourself, the way that you think about yourself, your mental habits, your mental patterns, how you talk to yourself, your relationship with yourself. That's what you're really chasing. And that's available to you now. And when you can do that work to feel abundant now, to feel, you know, worthy now or successful now, regardless of what your circumstances are, then you'll stop chasing the money and money gets to be a fun thing. You get to go after and create.
0: Yeah. So good. I love that. And I think too, and just to share with you guys a little bit behind the scenes, the work I'm doing. It's right in alignment with what Jamie said, where, you know, right now, when I have while I'm having this little bit of space in my business from trying to sign clients is the work that I'm doing is just myself, like doubling down on like knowing I'm enough right now, being so kind to myself. and really just tapping back into that purpose. Like remembering why I even started in the first place, yeah, and like knowing that, this is not about the money, right? This yeah. is about the impact. That it's a bigger, and I think that that's we can get sometimes lost when we're in the momentum of like having to do the things and like looking for the. You know, it's like it, it happens, and just pausing and, and coming back to like, hey, why am I doing this? And here's another thing that I I rec I realized is that, and I'm still figuring it's this is still kind of unsorting over with some space is that. No, now that I'm like, okay, I'm only doing things right now that I want to do in my business, right? I'm taking all of the pressure off of any money. So it's like, what are the things that I'm doing because I actually just want to do? So I'm actually kind of testing myself. Like, am I still showing up? For me, even though I'm not quote unquote signing clients in this very second, I still want to do these podcast interviews. I still want to do my podcast. Like I, I love doing this podcast. And- I'm still showing up on social media, but to be honest, there's a little bit of like, wait a second, a little bit of like, am I doing this because our, because I thought I had to. So I'm actually now questioning like what feels really, really aligned for me because I'm able to do that. And I, and I'm seeing that there's some things in my business that I would do Regardless if I'm making to make money for it, and I'm seeing that there's things that are being revealed to me that I'm like, "Oh, I'm only doing that because I thought it was gonna make money. And it is so beautiful and freeing and really scary to look at, to be honest.
1: Yes, yes, I have a question for you because I bet I bet your listeners are wondering this, and i I would love to kind of like see what's in your mind and how you've allowed yourself to do this because I could see people having the objection like, well, I have to put pressure on myself because I do have to make money. Otherwise, right? Like I'm going to lose my apartment or I won't be able to make rent or this or that. I'm curious for you, what's allowed you the freedom to take pressure off, but also having the trust that you're going to be okay?
0: Yeah, that's a beautiful question. So One of, and this is actually ultimately like why I want, like why I love teaching sales and I love talking about money is because I have a core belief that I can make money no matter what, that I can sell myself no matter what. So even if the money isn't coming from like one-on-one clients or masterminds or all the products that I've had, I know I can go somewhere else and make money, which my fallback is going and helping other coaches doing sales, or at the very least, if I need to, I can go sell myself to a company and they would hire me. Right. So to me, I just always know that no matter what is going on, I know how to make money and I know how to sell myself so that somebody's going to either hire me or I can help somebody. So that really is like one of my core beliefs that, I know how to sell myself. I know how to sell. So I'm never going to be broke. I'm never going to go hungry. And I might not be selling my own programs right now, but I can sell for other people and I can get a job no matter what.
1: Yes. And that, oh, so good. And I think what's really awesome about that is that that belief is available to everyone. It's, that's a belief that you've chosen, chosen, (laughs) right? You've chosen to believe that. and cultivated it it. I've cultivated, cultivated it Yeah. Yes. Years. And it probably creates safety for you and security. And that's something that is available to everyone. And something that if you don't have it, it would be worth practicing. Because if you don't believe that, then it's going to be really hard to feel free from that pressure. Yeah. Well, thank you
0: for asking that question. That yes. Thank you. And yeah, for those that it. are in your business and you're feeling like the money's not coming, the clients aren't coming the way I thought, then hopefully this podcast is just your permission to stop for a minute and to question things because I believe this with every ounce of my soul. And I'm sure you'll agree that it's when you are in alignment shit, like people come money comes right. It's, it works. Like it doesn't actually, it's not effort to actually create money. There's no effort into creating money. The problem and the resistance comes from you being out of alignment and taking actions from there. So my go to and it's it's funny now looking back because i'm like i can't believe i didn't see it was stuck for so long but sometimes we have to stop and just look back and be like wait a second this isn't working giving ourselves permission to stop not to try harder and i think that that's really like the takeaway i want you guys to, to think about is you guys like It could be easy, and if it's not easy, if it's not happening, then something is just off, and it's that's yeah. your job to like to figure out what's going to work for you. And sometimes just stopping and making the smallest little tweak, then everything works.
1: Yes, and I think also to add to that, what I have found is um, it doesn't always have to be a macro stop, right? I've had those moments where I've taken two months off because I just needed it, where I was in a dark place and I just needed to recalibrate. But I've also notice that even like a weekend off where you literally just shut everything off, don't think about business, give yourself permission. Even like, I think for me, what really helps a lot is also like getaways, like get out of like my bubble, get away somewhere else, take on a new perspective so that you can come back and see things freshly. So if you're feeling like you're in a slump or you're out of alignment, it doesn't have to be always a huge, like let's take off this much time, but it can be. It can be like, let's take off an extra hour each day this week to just rest and do nothing. Right. It can be little too.
0: Oh, I'm so glad that you said that. Cause it is, it's some, it's often the little things, right? Like mm-hmm. not everyone needs to stop their business <laughs> or like do drastic yeah. things like I'm doing on my end. Because like I said, the first, the story I told you earlier about how I just decided to take, I think it was like three days off. I stopped my launch and I took three days off and that yeah. just thing. Was the thing that then generated twenty two thousand dollars in one yes. week, and I was like, "What?" Now I didn't do it in like the temps to like make money; it just like was a byproduct of it. Yes. And I will make a caveat that in the past, after having that things, I'm like, "Oh well, last time I took a week off, I made all this money, so I like try to do it again, right. and it didn't work the
1: same way." Yes, <laughs> yes, funny. I know. <laughs> <laughs> to work. I'm supposed to (laughs) go on vacation and come back and make 25 K. Right. So it's, it
0: really is about the actual, it's not about what you're doing. It's the energy inside. And it's a little bit different every time. And I'm seeing this now, like the more launches that I've done, the more times I'm launching things. We get in this habit of like doing what worked last time, but it's often meant to be doing something different moving forward. And that's one of the most beautiful lessons that I've learned in my business and that I'm continuing to allow myself is to allow it to look different every single time, instead of trying to repeat the same thing, thinking that that's a, a guaranteed formula, because it's yeah. actually not about the actions. It's about who you're being and the energy behind it that actually creates the, the yes. result.
1: And what you most need, right? Yep. Yes.
0: So good, okay. Any last minute, like any last words you want to leave, anything else you want them to know about this topic of chasing purpose, not money?
1: Gosh, yeah, I think to sum it up, um, I just love the idea of giving yourself, if you're in one of those if you feel like you've been chasing money, if you feel like it's been hard, if you feel like it's been a struggle, but giving yourself permission to get out of the bubble you've been in and get some perspective that can be just super, super helpful. And asking yourself, like, what do I really need looking within? Like, what is the lesson here? Because when we have this going on, it can be for expansion. It can be for our growth. So finding out what is the lesson here that I'm supposed to learn. And for you, Lauren, like you said, it's coming back to my purpose. And I think that's so beautiful. I love it.
0: And I think it's coming back to purpose and just like knowing that I'm enough no matter what, right? Like, I think that is, goes so far, like just like finding, and I just feel like really, I want to share this last little thing that I've realized where I see for so long, my identity was caught up in like my identity as being a coach and a successful business owner was so caught up in like my happiness that when I allowed myself to strip those titles and and be like, nope, I'm actually not going to even like worry about money. How it was like, oh my gosh, like who am I without it? And that was a scary thing. And so realizing, and then that's really the deep work I'm doing is like realizing that I'm enough no matter what. And this feels so much more sustainable. It feels so good because I'm like, oh, I don't have to do anything to prove myself. And everything from here just gets to be fun. Oh my gosh.
1: So good. That's it.
0: Okay, so tell everybody how they can find you, how they can follow you, how they can work with you, give them all the details.
1: Yes. So I'm at, I'm on Instagram at Jamie Berman um, underscore. So come hang out with me there. I love Instagram. So that's where I am most often in terms of social. Um, if you want to check out my work, my website is jamieberman.com. And I have an amazing one year program for female entrepreneurs who want to transform their relationship with money, transform the way that they approach making money and want to call in more money, but without the hustle. And that's called the money manifestation movement. So you can join that if you want some support around money.
0: Jamie is amazing. I, once again, this just divine timing that we happen to be, by the way, Jamie was in Sayulita. So you guys know, I live in Sayulita, Mexico. And I saw Jamie two weeks ago, she was here with her husband and some friends. And so we got to meet in person for an afternoon, but it wasn't enough time. So we're like, let's do a phone call. And then that phone call turned into like a beautiful conversation. They're like, no, we need to do a podcast. episode." So good.
1: So good. So
0: divine, right? It is. And, and I mean, I just feel like It's just, you were the perfect person to have on to talk about this. This is like your topic, but also just, I, I just love you. And I just am so glad that we're friends and that we get to share behind the scenes so vulnerably with, with everybody about, like the real work, like right like what it really takes and it doesn't yes. always look like we think it's going to look. And um I just am, I'm so happy
1: to have you on here. Thank you so oh much for coming. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure and yeah, I I just I think this it is so important to share this stuff. Share the ups, share the downs, share all everything. So important. So thank you, Warren. Thank you.
0: Okay, everybody, if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it. Please send me and Jamie messages if you like this. We want to hear from you any thoughts, any stories. I'd love to connect with you guys. And I will see you guys next week. Have a good one for now.